0: Hello and welcome to Consensus Conversations 2022, presented by Oak Network, live from Austin, Texas.
1: All right, I'm here with Phil Snyder from the University of Houston. And I'm here with Rob
0: Mitchell of CoinDesk.
1: I appreciate that. So yeah, here at Consensus 2022. I saw some of uh, my coworkers talking to you, and I noticed your big Freedom shirt with a big yes, it's Bitcoin a, logo. Yes. Since,
0: since we're audio only, it says Freedom, and then the O has a big Bitcoin B in it because I'm into Bitcoin, brother. Oh,
1: boy. <laughs> um, and yet you're at consensus, where I think a yes. lot of maximalists might not like, what are you doing here? Well- so What are you doing here? And, and tell me about what you do okay, at, at well, the University of Houston. I
0: teach blockchain and cryptocurrency, primarily Bitcoin from the standpoint of the historical foundation of it all the way up to modern times, you know, a whole, what, 12 years after it all started, or 13 now, and uh, started teaching the first class last fall at University of Houston in Sugarland. and we're gonna be teaching it again this fall. I have a funny story. My boss didn't know anything about Bitcoin, so I put together this flyer that promoted it a little bit, And I had a picture of me holding one of those token Bitcoin novelty coins, you know, like everybody's seen, right? The little shiny thing with all the circuitry and everything. So I put that on the flyer with me holding it and asked my boss to, you know, send it around in the email to all the different students. And he put a little note underneath it, a free one of these for everybody who enrolls in the class. And so, I got a couple of emails from students that did know a little bit about it and said, so you're giving away $40,000 Bitcoins, huh? And so, you know, we all had a good laugh about that.
1: So, I was curious, the actual course title is…
0: Yeah, is blockchain and Bitcoin or blockchain and cryptocurrency, that kind of a thing. Oh, wait, uh, it doesn't wait. You're have not being specific. There's no official no, title because, for the class? Because the, the class… I know it sounds strange, that's my title for it, but technically it's called Current issues in digital media, because I teach in the digital media program at the College of Technology. And so, the class, when it's kind of an experimental class or it's something new, uh, there's a whole process of approvals and, uh, you know, it usually takes about two years to get a new class inserted into the program. Uh, Obviously, it was good because they're renewed it again for this year. And I also teach video production and animation, 2D and 3D animation there
1: at uh, University of Houston. It's it's a Sugarland campus. Ooh, very cool. Do all the students know it's Bitcoin-focused, not the whole Well, they find thing? out pretty quick. But, and, but do know. they know when they sign up? Are, uh, are no. They, uh, no, no, they don't. Okay.
0: Um, they, they know from the little picture of me holding the Bitcoin token that, uh, yeah, okay, it's Bitcoin. But I did find out, much to my chagrin, that uh, several of them that knew a little bit about crypto before that had bought Doge mm-hmm. and lost money on it, of course, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. But a, a little bit of my background, when I, um, before I got into uh, teaching at University of Houston, I was in L.A. and I used to do voice acting. And as a matter of fact, I was the voice of Jiminy Cricket for about four years. What does that it, sound like? Well, it sounds like this. And I, I, I Can we dis- do the
1: rest of this interview with that voice? <laughs> no,
0: so I heard this ad promoting Fort Bend County in Texas. Which we found out later—that's where Sugarland is. That's where the Sugarland University of Houston campus is. But they had this ad promoting people to move to Fort Bend County, and um, I'm thinking to myself in the Jiminy Cricket voice: Well, let's see now. When you wish upon a Lone Star, are you allowed to sing in that voice? I'm, I'm allowed presenter? to. I can talk as much like Jiminy Cricket as I want to. Okay, but I did. Uh, the Voice of Jiminy for um, Kingdom Hearts, for Dream Drop Distance, and Recoded, a couple of the, the games, and then they did some redoes on them and that kind of thing and so and a few voices for the parks and I did a lot of character acting for commercials and
1: you know things like that. Okay, yeah, wow well, this area. is fascinating. I'm worried it's off the topic we're here. For <laughs>
0: What's up Doc? Thanks a lot for having maybe, me on your
1: show Rob. Maybe you can cut some promos for us after
0: <laughs> I probably could. That fed makes me very angry indeed. I think I'm going to have to disintegrate them.
1: So let's talk a little bit more about, uh, not your voices. I love your voices. But okay, I, I okay. Just... <laughs> <I'm trying> to... <laughs> oh, man. I did not expect this to go this way. Um, so as your class, yeah. I'm just yeah. really curious. Yeah. Do you get some people showing up in that class who are disappointed it's just Bitcoin? Uh, no. Oh, no. At least
0: they haven't expressed it. Now, I go straight forward. I'm very, I would say I'm a Bitcoin maximalist because Bitcoin is the only truly decentralized protocol and network that there is uh, all the other ones are less than by a, you know a quantum level and you know I believe that a lot of them whether it's a, a project that's an altcoin or um, you know some other protocol a different you know blockchain or something like that that there can be some utilitarian use for that but Bitcoin is is utterly unique will always be completely unique and pristine and it's like a virgin birth.
1: I guess I will ask you, I mean, I guess you're close enough, you're going to show up at consensus. but do, sure. you, do you feel a little torn being at Yes. At, yes? yes,
0: I do. Thank Go you ahead. for asking. And I, I wondered why it was at first, why well, I didn't wonder very long. This is not Bitcoin. God bless everybody here and, and all the that they're doing because it is pushing the boundaries. It's pushing into whole new areas of research and u- utility, and it's getting bigger and bigger all the time. And, and I think that's great. But don't compare them to Bitcoin other than the fact that maybe they're using blockchain, in my opinion.
1: Right. We should probably call this uh, the Bitcoin maximalist interview. <laughs> yes. Um, but I mean, the last time I was at a Bitcoin conference was Bitcoin 2019. Uh-huh. And it's if you're into Bitcoin, it's nice to just be at a Bitcoin conference. Yeah.
0: I think that it's important for a news organization like CoinDesk to accept varying and differing opinions. And, that's what we're looking for, decentralization. We're looking for freedom, like as you know, emblazoned on the front of my T-shirt, is where we're all going. We don't always know how to get that freedom, where that freedom is, but we are seeking that freedom. And, and once we find it, well, let's treasure it. Let's hang on to freedom
1: and truth you know, with all our might. Interestingly, you know, Adam Back's here and uh, some other Bitcoiners, but I have not seen him tweeting that he's here either. And so I find it, uh, I mean, maybe he has since I checked yesterday.
0: Well, and again, we should be open to accepting or at least acknowledging the potential for valid at least differing opinions. Mm -hmm. And you know, maybe somebody knows something more about a, a new project or new network that I don't know about, but I do know about Bitcoin and you know, all my efforts and, and all my expectations are there.
1: Yeah. I see people who are a hundred times smarter than me on every side of every issue, yep. including cryptocurrencies. So I can't really out debate someone who thinks ETH or Cardano or something is, well, is, the, is actually the best blockchain and will reign supreme in the end. But um,
0: There's a difference between intelligence and wisdom and wisdom is a gift. Intelligence is a gift and it depends how things turn out depends on what you do with what you're given. Mm -hmm. And I'll take wisdom over technical intelligence any day. All right. Uh,
1: And I find it difficult to me, like there's obviously thousands of projects, probably thousands of projects represented here. Yeah, And it just becomes noise because how can you really understand all these projects and decide which uh, vet them? I'm not smart enough to vet Mm -hmm. them and people much smarter than me have different opinions. So... (laughs) Inter- <laughs> well,
0: I'll tell you, uh, Rob, I wasn't expecting to be interviewed by somebody who was much like me as far as Bitcoin is concerned. So I find it refreshing. I'm you know, I'm thankful for you. And I'm, I'm thankful for consensus. I, I think, obviously, Coindesk has done a fantastic job here. And there's great enthusiasm. And again, not to denigrate or depreciate anything from what these people are doing. There are, I'm sure, some great projects that are going to evolve you know there's a lot just like that we have with what happened to web 2.0 with the internet a lot of people came in a lot of money was thrown by vcs to a lot of projects that just ended up going to zero and then there are a lot that are going to find their way and find a niche that will be valuable and will be a great service or great product for you know many millions of people around the world I mean that's fantastic let them find their way I myself though will, you know, stick with Bitcoin and whatever that means, you know, whether I may not become a billionaire, but I do have something a solid financial foundation for to pass on to my grandkids. I love Michael Saylor and I really appreciate what he does. I think very much along the same lines as he does except without all the extra zeros at the end. <laughs>
1: And it is tough because you can see people become very rich on projects that pump and dump. And it is it is just so random what yeah. things can pump but
0: what Elon Musk can do.
1: Yeah, exactly. But then there's that just gets everybody's like, you know, ooh, I want to do that. And then that's why almost any new project, I think if it's promoted right, yeah. can you yeah. Know, yeah. seem yeah. like it, a, a real thing? And
0: and again, you talk about promotion. Promotion is the oil and the gas that runs this whole marketing engine and and promotion for all these different projects but bitcoin of course has no ceo never has never will no
1: booth here and and and,
0: <laughs> and no booth here <laughs> and it will never have any advertising it has never had any advertising uh, it's like it's kind of like tesla in that way tesla doesn't advertise and elon musk you know, talks about that quite a bit it's the value of the project itself draws people into it. I should mention, give a shout out to Texas Blockchain Council because I'm a member of them. And they're um, sort of project ignorant. Uh, I should say agnostic. That's the term I was looking for. Mm-hmm. They don't really promote specific projects, but they're at least inherently pro Bitcoin and primarily for Bitcoin because it's,
1: it's the best project. All right. Now I feel like we are this like Bitcoin shills here, <laughs> but, but it, it'll be some diversity on CoinDesk. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll wrap it up and see, do you have a nice history lesson you give about Bitcoin that might be interesting to hear?
0: Well, let's see. Okay. Satoshi Nakamoto could well have been an angel from heaven. Now, I'm not talking about an angel like Moroni, if you're familiar with Mormonism. Uh, I'm talking about a, a real angel who tells the truth and gave, bestowed upon mankind, the protocol, the network of Bitcoin. So I see it as a gift from God.
1: That's a history lesson? Yeah.
0: Well, history's short history, going back to Satoshi. But I can say, along with uh, Porky Pig, <laughs> that's all, folks.